Pajama Fam. I... You're about to leave on your first plane trip. Well, I went on one last in... week. Oh, that's so. A... <laughs> here's the deal: is like I got vaccinated, and I'm like, put mm-hmm. me on a plane, and then I realized I think mm-hmm. I hate flying. <laughs> wow, I really being mm-hmm. like. After a year of like not being around very many people, right. like being that close to people and you know that plain feeling that you get. Was was someone ne- right next to you on the plane? Oh yes, I was in a middle seat. Oh, there was. Yes. Oh, I thought they were still doing every no, other United seat. is like, fuck that. I guess yeah, Delta United still like, does every other seat. Okay. The word on the street is Delta is the way to go. Because real, I like Southwest. Southwest is good too. Oh, because but okay. Delta is doing every other seat, and I guess their fares are relatively low, and they give you like a free, um, you know how you have to pay for all your bags now. Yes, they give you like a free, um, on what is it called? Oh my god, I'm having a total brain and, for and it. And flight, yeah, like you can bring a bag. On. It's not a checked bag. I, oh no, I'm thinking of N flight, like N flight <laughs> services. And I'm saying N like E N. Yeah. Isn't that French or something? It's in flight. I am such. I think we're both kind of brain dead right now. We're brain dead. Um, wait, I have a question yeah, that I actually wanted to ask you. I was going to text you and then I couldn't find my phone. <laughs> Did they serve? <laughs> which is the story of my life. Did they serve drinks on the plane? Oh yeah. They did. Actually, so I took so a are, total okay. of four flights because I had right. I was going to Vermont and the only way to get there from Denver is to connect somewhere. So there are different options, but drinks were served on every flight. One of, so people are just lifting their oh, masks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this motion of lifting the mask and then taking or the just cup taking and it off. Like the signage everywhere oh. is like as lo- if you're actively eating and drinking, you can have your mask off. Otherwise, what? you need to be wearing it at all times. So you're sitting shoulder to shoulder with someone. Yeah, and you've just got like mask drinking? off, eating that pretzels. Like... like they gave me a little pack with a water and pretzels and a cookie. Wild. Did you have like a soda or anything? I got a seltzer. Are you allowed to ask for a soda? But you're allowed like they. Oh, it's all the same drink. The cart. They have okay, the cart. Okay. <laughs> they have the whole the whole thing. Okay. But the word on wow. the street is flying. The people next to you are like uh-huh. the biggest risk to you, but like because of the air circulation on a plane, it's actually relatively yeah. safe from a like right. COVID standpoint, which like it definitely sure. did not feel that way. I'll just say that. Yeah, it doesn't sound I mean, we're both vaccinated, fully vaccinated and yeah. um yeah. Wow. But you okay. know, even then it's a weird sensation being in those spaces again. Of I know course. like a lot of people have been in that, but I feel like I'm just entering and I'm like I'm like I'm going from like zero to a hundred kind of Yeah. Well, you're fully vaccinated though, and we haven't flown in Yeah. But you know I do want to talk about because this is a South Asian oriented podcast, that the situation in India right, right now is really, really sad and you know, it's hitting my family mm-hmm. in some personal ways. And I know that a lot of our listeners probably have family or friends in India who may be affected by what's going on there. Right. I mean, it sounds like COVID is just running rampant. Do we know of anywhere we can donate? Because I saw actually the, our guest today, Rit. Yes. Um, we follow, we, we're on a text chain. Well, we'll yeah. get into it. But um <laughs> So I saw him on um, Twitter mm-hmm. and he was like, 
reaching out to um, a Twitter that's based in India, and he was like, "Where where do we donate in America?" Because Let, this is TBD, and if we get okay. sources, please go to our social media pages, Family Karma Cast. Mm-hmm. We'll be putting them up. I'll definitely put stuff in our stories because I've had the same thing. Like, how? Where do I give? Yeah, how do we? How help? do we support? How do we spread awareness? Um, you know, it's it's like this big systemic issue that like, you know, right. the U.S. is providing some aid and things like that. But I think we also need to hold like we did in America, the politicians, the people in charge accountable for like why things are happening the way they are, you know, and I need more information. I'm not going to speak more on it. I just want to say that our heart and our like we are sending love to all of our we friends are. and family in India and um yeah, really We're thinking of We them. are, we are. And um so our guest today Oh wait, oh, before we boy. get into that well, because Okay. Yes. Just like an hour ago I went on Instagram and saw that a new trailer for Family Karma mm-hmm. has dropped. Um it's much shorter. And I haven't seen it because I want and I have a thousand questions. You do your spiel. <laughs> well, and there's then not. I, have a I mean, questions. I just have to say that, like, there's not a lot more new footage than than is Sean in it. That was Sean my- is nowhere. To be this is like, what is this show that has a mean? That's like, OK, that's like a Beverly Hills promo not having to no, reach. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, he's not nowhere to be found. Not, not, not a. What? I have to say that I watched it once, and this is and my. I love this Sean. Is, I'm not. This is no dig against. No, Sean. no, no. We. I love Sean and Dylan. We, brothers that will supposedly be on the show. We love them. I saw Dylan in the promo. <laughs> who is Sean? Uh, I can't wait. It's what, a mystery. Where are you? It's they. They're just holding out the mystery. But here's what I have to say about what I remembered from the one time I watched mm-hmm. it. It starts off with kind of a focus on Monica, and it's okay. sort of unclear like what they're promoing with her, but they're hmm. featuring her first, which is cool. Then they get into how Vishal's kind of a fuck up. Oh, that's and why is that a they show him line? they show him falling out of a wheelbarrow. Oh my he's like <laughs> and like and and then they actually show him this is new footage that we haven't seen yet. He says he's meeting with the boys like Brian was there and I think Amrith and he's For the boys. He's like, he's like <laughs> she gave the ring back. So this definitely huh. happens. Richa gets to a point where she's like, engagement is off. Here's yeah. your ring back. And then the last part was a focus on Amrit's storyline with him wanting to get, getting engaged and, mm-hmm. or wanting to get engaged and um, having to tell his nani that he's gay. So that is what I remember from the promo, it's new. Okay. They're they're pumping up season two. Thank you, Bravo. Is Bali and Anisha in it? No, Bali and Anisha were not in it. Maybe I missed Wh- something, but I that is yeah. Maybe they'll make another one that focuses on like their storylines. Right, Sean and Bali and Anisha. Yeah, but and Dylan. Is Monica's boyfriend in it? I didn't see him, but he may have been. Okay, you know, I think. And what do we know about Monica's boyfriend again? He he is the owner of a restaurant called Moksha in Miami, okay. 
And then he's also somehow attached to the Pandora jewelry brand. Right. And we've discussed this before and we need intel. Yes. If someone um, knows or can share just it doesn't have to be like insider stuff. Like we just want to know. No, it's just like what <laughs> Rishi, is he if an you want to tell us you tell us. We want to know. Right, right. Um, is he an investor? Because it could be, is he an investor? Is he an executive? Is he a... Let me tell you, da-da-da. they're going to tell so us like... and Okay. Right. Uh, so also, I want to say before we talk mm-hmm. about our guests, because we're so excited, but please become a patron of ours because there's a lot oh, right. to talk mm-hmm. about this week. Bravo just announced season nine of Vanderpump Rules. I, I have... S- <laughs> I'm yeah, shaking. You have a People lot to can't say, see, but it. I'm shaking my head. I'm just There's, shaking um, my head. The All Stars Housewives show, which we're getting. The thing that sucks about this, which I'll tease, is like we're getting footage of it. I know we don't want to see it. Cell right phones, now. and I don't no. want to see it. I saw the girls going out Cynthia for dinner. Amazing. Yes, for dinner, and like I granted, I sent it to you because I needed a second. <laughs> pair of eyes but i don't want to see it no no so we're gonna get into all of that um if you oh, want to hear I, our chat are about we okay it. getting into i really need to discuss chloe kardashian yes the news broke today yeah about well, tristan cheating supposedly cheating again on chloe and there's a lot to unpack so all of this will be in our thirsty 30 bravo tv and pop culture chat on our patreon we release one a week it might be a little bit earlier this week because I'm going to be yeah. um, in Key West. On another plane. Yeah, on another I'm plane so jealous. With my high school friends. Shout out oh to them. God. I love them. Really so excited. Um, so anyway, please join us there. Become a patron. $1 a month. So easy. That's it. So easy peasy. Okay. So our guest today is... Mm-hmm. Our new best friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we text with him now every day. So last night, I even forget what we were texting about, but like I was sitting on my porch uh-huh. with Andrew and he was like, who are you texting? I was like, oh, it's written Indra. And he's like, what are you guys talking about? And I don't even remember. What were we talking about yesterday? I don't know. We talk about... Probably I mean, cultural appropriation. Probably. <laughs> so this is Ritz Saraswat. He is... Um, a lovely person, first of all. He's amazing. And um, he's also a co-executive producer for unscripted television and film. He's mm-hmm. worked on things like Bad Girls Club, Project Runway, Kardashians. Skims. Yes. He's going to talk about... I mean, about- like, we're talking about, like, the latest <laughs> Kardashian... Yeah. What would you call it? Business venture? Yeah. 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 Kim. Yeah. He talks about it all. And um, we talk about family karma. He has some really hot opinions. I actually think that this is a really we had a really great conversation about family karma and kind of how it fits into the reality TV Mm -hmm. like him. Uh, Sorry. Universe, which Rit is very well versed on as someone who Mm -hmm. literally is like executive producing basically behind the scenes writing all mm-hmm. sorts of things like this um so he had a really interesting takes on everything um that i really appreciated mm-hmm. it's nice to hear and we will definitely and now be... we're running things by him because he's our <laughs> he's not intel so much as it is like 
oh, how does is, this work? Or like, how does tell this, us more. Like, like, cause it's like, if we think about like the Ford factory, mm-hmm. we're all, or the Willy Wonka. Like yeah. if we think about Willy, like we have an Oompa Loomp. <laughs> like, is that? <laughs> so are we calling him an Oompa Loompa? No, no. But like, you know how like Willy Wonka's factory for the kids is like such a mystery. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, they go in and they're like, because you assume slowly uncovering things. Yes, things. He's, he, Rit is very handsome. He's a very, <laughs> very good looking, he very is. fit. He is. And fit in the English way and fit in the fit working out way. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm not comparing him to an Oompa Loompa, like, but he, he's... He's making the chocolate, right? In the in the Willy Wonka chocolate. Factory. He's making the chocolate and he's really <laughs> I mean, honestly, we had so much fun chatting with him. I yes. think you're gonna enjoy and listening he's gonna to be this. back and we're and we gonna talk go on about, his podcast. We talk about all of the housewives shows, other things in pop culture, like we get into it all. So um it's sort of like a a taste of what our Thirsty Thirty chats mm-hmm. are kind of like. Um, but definitely an emphasis on family karma. I so. think there's also something about, you know, I always say, and, and this is obvious, when you talk about pop culture with people that know pop culture, you're speaking a language. <laughs> yes. And so you can just drop, you know, terms in people <laughs> yeah. and everyone just, you can follow it with your brain. Everybody You know, is when there. we say Kim, mm-hmm. we're talking about Kim Beverly Kardashian. Hills. Oh, well, we're talking about Beverly. Yeah. So we don't I don't have to specify. Right. Yes, yeah. The context tells uh, the queen, you Kim Richards. <laughs> Kim Richards yeah. is a queen. <laughs> and you I just love like Kim Richards. Speaking of like um, having your own language, I just have to plug. I think I plugged this on Thirsty 30 last week, but on this feed of all the Oscar movies, like I mm-hmm. don't think there was a lot there this year but sound of metal is a really amazing film like i am i fin i started it on the plane last week and i finished it last night and i can't stop thinking about it like okay the very interesting artistic choices they made and the phenomenal acting and the story and just learning about like deaf culture Mm -hmm. is like if you want to learn more ad- about deaf culture, it's absolutely like a great entry point into that. And it just like really celebrates how, you know, what many of us consider a handicap is actually like can be this really amazing community and like even strength for people, mm-hmm. which it's just a beautiful story. Riz Ahmed is phenomenal in it. Um, it's really cool to see a South Asian um in a role uh, that was so clearly hot. it was just is that okay to say that he's <laughs> yes, very hot he's so hot first of all very yeah. easy on the eyes but also very easy like on the eyes. it's a role that was just written for anybody and right. they put a south asian man in it in a role like he's a heavy metal drummer like these are mm-hmm. things we don't see a lot in the south asian community so like breaking down those barriers as well it's just like i just have to say that as um a recommendation to people if there's any oscar movie you're gonna see make it sound of metal it's on amazon prime if you have a membership did it's he free. win i'm so bad i have not been paying he did not win okay. but the movie did win for best like sound design, which oh, it absolutely should have. So, um, okay, this has been a long intro, but we 
we're so excited. Please enjoy this fantastic chat that we had. Oh, we also have to say that Rit has his oh, own yeah. podcast. Okay. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Look at us. I'm just staring blankly oh, at you too. Like I am no help sometimes in these intros. No, you know what? You're in the thick of finals I, and yeah. stuff. Um, so Rit has his own podcast called Reality Tonight. It was formerly called Housewives Tonight, but now it's Reality Tonight. And um, he's one of the like OGs in right. the reality podcast space. And he's, so, he's like, interviewed the girls. And when I say the girls, like Bravo celebrities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And he actually interviewed Sean. Right. Speaking of Sean from Family Karma and right. Anisha last year, like, as the show was oh, getting good. going. That was early so in our podcasting career. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely check out his podcast, Reality Tonight, and enjoy our conversation with Rit Saraswat. This is so exciting. I know. Deanna found you. Deanna, how did. did you find him? Under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> in the jungle of reality yeah <laughs> shows which i was chopping away with my r- reality machete and i said oh <laughs> by the way that jungle has gotten so much thicker in the last year like with podcasts yeah. it's just like and we were there before that wave by yeah. the way well well it's like the covid stuff uh, you were there we weren't were, there well we were, we've been over a year yeah we did start Literally, like a week before COVID really took flight. Like, took flight. That's so like beautiful. <laughs> before COVID blossomed, I yeah. know, I know, and entered all of our yeah, lives like a flower. <laughs> so, tell us about your like life and background because we're very interested to know how you got to where you're at. You mean like career background or just like everything, everything, everything. just whatever you want to tell us about the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm um, I'm well, my life began with the Kardashians. Uh, no, so um, I'm let's see. Well, we'll start with the very beginning. So I was not born in India. I was born in Pittsburgh. Um, so I've kind of lived between California and the East Coast uh, my whole life. So now I'm in L.A. I was always the kid in school who I have been and still am obsessed with Indian movies and Indian music. And I know the language really well. And so I've always been. Oh, you do. Yeah, so I've always been connected. I've always been connected to that side. But as a result, I've always been, you know, too Indian for the white kids and too Indian for the white kids, but also too Indian for the Indian kids, you know? So I've always kind of been in the middle. Is that right? Yeah. Basically like the Indian kids called me a fob in college and the white, you know, and and I went to my high school was like mostly like wealthy white kids. Mm -hmm. So I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. I found my group and, you know, my closest friends who I'm still really close with from middle school and high school are all white, but they're so just part of the Indian culture. Like they've just like just openly and not even like as a favor to me, they've just taken it on. They know, you know, the big actors, they know Shah Rukh Khan. My friend owns yeah. all of his movies. Oh, they went to go see, Wow. they went to go see Dave Das, which is my favorite movie of all time. They on their own, like two years ago, went, they all live in, the, in New York City. They went to go see the anniversary re-release of it 15 years later. Oh my so, God. That is real friendship. Yeah, no, it, it's amazing. <laughs> so I got really lucky that way. But then, you know, when I went to college, it was like all the Indian kids were in med school and I was in the film program. Mm-hmm. So they're like, what do you even mm. do all day? And oh, you're such a fob. Let's go to the club. And like, I just didn't fit <laughs> yeah. in with them. I hung out with them for a few months and what they were just What school did you go me. to? What film school? Uh, I went to Drexel okay. in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. 
So mm -hmm. huge med program there. So yeah. it was just, you know, I didn't really have the respect of that Indian crew. So again, I had to kind of figure out my 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 group uh, there. So, you know, I've always... Were you the only Indian film student? Uh -huh. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I'm not, not a, surprised at all. Yeah, yeah. that's not a... Um, that's not a common thing at all. And, you know, I got really lucky because my parents, they weren't like exploding with joy that I wanted to do film, but they also were not like, this is forbidden. So I actually did get lucky because I did have some Indian kids who were like, oh man, what's it like? I wish I could have, you know, yeah. done film. And I was like, why didn't you? And they're yeah. like, oh no, I have to do this. And I was like, I can't even imagine being, feeling like obligated to go to med school, which is so hard and challenging and exhausting. And yeah. you don't have- a And it's like, a decade of right. your life. When are they not <laughs> taking tests? I'm like, aren't you a doctor? They're like, right. I have a, I have a <laughs> I test. Know. What? I'm like, I never want to take a test again. I'm taking like, tests. Last time, that I'm, I'm getting my master's right now, and I'm taking tests oh, left wow. and right. Yeah. What do you take? What are you uh, getting your master's in? Uh, clinical mental health. So to be a therapist. Wow. Good for you. That's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, yes, go on. You. Oh, I mean, I guess that's it. Oh, so then I moved out. <laughs> uh, uh, still in college. No, so then <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I moved out to LA in 2008 to become a, a screenwriter because I, I truly thought that everyone moves out here to be an actor so that I would have no problem getting writing work. Like just right. so stupid. And obviously writing is so competitive out here. So, you know, I tried mm -hmm. to get a job as a writer's assistant or just a development assistant to like get coffee and all that just to get my foot in the door. It didn't really happen. And then my friend was like, Hey, um, I work at Buna Murray. They're a reality yes. TV production company and they're looking for uh, for loggers. And I was like, I don't know what a logger is. And I'm certainly not doing reality TV. I had such an attitude about it. So yeah. I went in anyway and there was a confusion where they thought I was there for like the office PA position. So he was like, it's a lot of scrubbing toilets. It's a lot yeah. of, I was like, I thought I was here for like a story position. So I ended up working in story on Bad Girls Club season three mm -hmm. and it just stuck. And I was there till season 17. Uh, wow. And yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh, and like yes. in between, in between, I dipped out and did Kardashians and Project Runway, and because Buna Murray has all those, like you know, they're so the OGs I got, of reality shows. Absolutely, yes, yes, absolutely. John Murray started it all. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there were like earlier, earlier, like in the '70s, there was like a reality show. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I've been um, watching the Real World reunion, mm -hmm. the Real World one. Yep. Wait, what is this early '70s yeah. reality? There show? is a, um, there's, I think it's a. It was like a six-part documentary that was on yes, TV about a and family. It, about a family, yeah. Yes, and yes. they and they yes, were just like super seventies and weird. But it was like <laughs> it was really the first. If you want to talk reality TV, that really was like people families opening their doors and just existing, and not in like a documentary mm -hmm. film, but in like a series format. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know what happened for those like middle years. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I just stuck with uh, story, and I just moved up, and um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of it. Just been and then bouncing you, around. you went back to, are you freelance now or are you full-time somewhere? So in story, um, in post, you're always freelance. Um, typically you're not editors. Not, sometimes editors will be on staff, but for the most part, not really. So it's always like you work for a few months on a show and then if you want, you mm -hmm. can take a break or you can find something else. I did five shows last year. So after the show I'm on right now, I'm taking a break for a couple months. So. Oh my what, what has been the South Asian representation that you've seen um, in all like your positions behind, behind the, scenes. the scenes? I'm not great. I don't. I can't think of anyone in my position I've ever met that's Indian. I mean, I it's just not a thing. There are there was someone I work with that we gravitated towards, but she, you know, she's from Fiji, but like originally 
of Indian origin. So, you know, we kind of like cling to each other. We're like, we're the two brown people. Oh. You know? <laughs> um, so it, it really hasn't been great. And I, for the longest time, was just like, well, it is what it is. It didn't yeah. really bother me, you know. And then I didn't realize until last year when all of us sort of like, well, I don't want to speak for all of us, but when I at least kind of like really woke up to realize what was happening, I was like, yeah. oh, this is actually not cool. And I should be able to speak up. And then I kind of did some of it on my podcast as well, where I was like, hold on, how many seasons of New York have we had in right. front of the camera? Oh, and New York not- is a travesty in that respect. That's crazy. Like Orange County is a different right. situation <laughs> like that, I, I believe. Yeah. But New York City, like, so, you know, I really started to realize a lot of that. So um, yeah, not a lot of um, Indian people at least. And so that's why Family Karma was so exciting because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but I have a very sort of like, uh, it's very complicated for me because to me, I was like, oh my God, this is like, I'm connected to my culture more than any Indian person I know that lives out here. And I also work in unscripted. So it was like this really cool thing. And, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. I'm glad it's there. I'm so glad it exists, but mm-hmm. it's tough because, you know, I, I, you guys talked about the trailer. It's just like some of the things like, oh, let's make a wish for Diwali. It's like, that's not a thing we do like you don't i make really want to on... hear all your thoughts and don't... yeah th- wait a minute that is a really good point like, i didn't even think like about have you that. ever made a wish on the... <laughs> like, so what so not... so why do you think they i'm not south asian but why do you think mm. they put that in there then? well i think it's I, especially from mm. a, someone who knows stories yeah yeah you go like how how it the, i think the my main issue with having people of color on Bravo, not that's not the issue, but the issue the way Bravo does it is they're like, you must exist in your culture at all times and talk about it and reference it. Show us all that we're so fascinated by your exoticism. To me, the real representation is get a group of Indian friends and just let them do their thing. Let them go to lunch, let them bicker, let them hook up or whatever they wanna do. Stop making them dress up. Like even on Married to Medicine, that whole like, Anila, Anila and the whole like Rocky thing. I was like, maybe we just don't do Rocky as like that a hardcore of a thing in my house. We celebrate it. We tie the things for mm-hmm. brother, sister, all that. But to me, yeah. it, like it was really amped up. And maybe maybe that is really how they celebrate it. But I just feel like it would be awesome for Indian people to just exist on television mm-hmm. and not have them constantly point to it. But I think Bravo is trying to be like, look, look, yeah. we're, we're doing it. And yeah. um. You know, I had a really weird experience with Bravo PR, actually. I don't know if that's okay to, like, talk about. Oh, no. It's we, we have nothing no bad. For us, we, we don't like, give two shit. Like, they and don't they pay any us. attention to us. Yeah, they're, they're very tough to get through. Yeah. My, my issue was that, you know, I spoke to a couple of the cast members on my podcast last year, and they were wonderful. Um, Unmarried to Matt or Family Karma? Family Karma, sorry. Yeah, Who did family you karma. talk to? Anisha and okay. Sean. Yeah. Okay. And Oh, You got Sean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sh- Sean was super, super nice. But literally, I talked to him when, like, when you probably were starting up. Yeah. It was like when COVID was like smacking us across yeah. the face, mm-hmm. and w- it was interesting because I wasn't allowed to ask them about show drama. I had to keep it very positive. Yeah. And so I hmm. suggested to them, and this is when they cut me off. I was like, you know, every other show, mm. the cast is encouraged to throw shade and talk about drama you're putting this show at a disadvantage by forcing them to just be super positive. No one's going to care about that stuff. So now you've already lowered the chances of the show catching on and people being interested because Mm -hmm. you're completely sanitizing. And I think it was their way of being like, well, we want to show Indians in a positive light and Mm -hmm. not being like super petty and stuff. And it's like, I get that, but understand that Mm -hmm. you're now putting them at a disadvantage because the Bravo world 
is based on, well, this person said this, I saw this in this episode and that was really shitty and I feel a certain way about it. They weren't allowed to do any of that. So do you think, mm. as someone who works behind the scenes, do you think that there was more messiness and that they cut it out to make it more oh, fit the mold I that am they wanted? Fully confident that that's exactly yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, so that I mean, that's what we're seeing behind the scenes. I mean, this is like my for doing the podcast has kind of like thrown right. us into this like world of picking apart reality shows as viewers. I mean, we're not behind the scenes, but also we do, you know, we talk with the right. cast members and like just observing them on social media and, and stuff like that. And we understand there is a formula. Yeah. Yes. And there's more to the story mm-hmm. always. I think that's a really... I really appreciate your perspective. Like, I do think that it is a little annoying to me that, and I've said this before, that like, oh, we need more Indian representation on family, on on -hmm. Bravo. Let's make a show with just Indians and put that on. And like- That's not what that is. That's not what that is. We checked the box. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, like Anila being on Married to Medicine is like a step in the right direction. Well, she's getting in the buck, which is kind of interesting. She is. That's the interesting part of- that show. We spoke to her last week and it sounds like she's going to get even yeah. more into oh, that. Oh, great. So there is some interesting stuff there, but I'm like, you and I, Rit, like we have existed in white circles a lot of our mm-hmm. lives. And like, so I see myself represented in family karma in many ways. I do love seeing like the Diwali sure, parties. Yeah. I do love seeing like the interaction with the grandparents and some of those like things like you know, the thing with like Brian's mom blessing the car, I was like, we don't do that in my family. But you so, know. He, so here's what I will say. My parents did bless their car when I was a kid. And then <laughs> but, so this is the other thing. And Indra, you can probably agree with this. It's like, as much as I say, like, we don't do that. Indian, everyone does things so differently. differently. It's so I shouldn't really speak for the culture that way. So maybe I shouldn't say that. But my parents, when they bought a, it was a uh, a minivan. It was like this maroon minivan. <laughs> I have so many memories in that minivan. But they took it to the temple and they had they did the whole lemon thing. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, my <laughs> my parents did not do that. But like, I do think that it's just like I would love to see an Indian, like you said, on fucking Real Housewives of New York. Mm-hmm. Like there are so mm-hmm. many rich Indian bitches mm-hmm. in New York. Like put right. one of them on that. Or cast. Beverly Hills. That is the most diverse city in America, yeah. and we have. All white women now, like one black woman. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is wrong with this picture? Like, I would like to see, I would like to see like more Indians in integrated into other casts. Like, if you look at New York, like, really, there should be one white person and all people of color. Well, I thought even if you look (laughs) at New York, why is everyone from the Upper West Side? And mm-hmm. if you've lived in New York, because, like Rick, yeah. it sounds like you used to or live in Upper East Side. Lived in New York I've City. never lived in the city, but I've always been like living around. Yeah, it. So, so, you I've, know, yeah. so as you know, Indra and I used to live in New York City, and it's like there's so much wealth scattered mm-hmm. through that through Brooklyn, Bronxville, not even the Bronx, but like just all over. And why don't we have you know instead of like having these pockets and then um, why am I for Leah is like such mm-hmm. like a they they exoticize yeah. her because she's from like below like 
23rd Street? Like, this is incredible. Yeah. Do you remember when uh, Alex McCord was in Brooklyn and it was such an yeah. ordeal for them to, like, go see her? Exactly. And everyone was like, I've never been to Brooklyn before. I know, it's I so know. Crazy. And it's like we're yeah. having people that are exhausting. Like, I have the unpopular opinion of get rid of Sonia, get rid of, of course, everyone wants to get rid of Ramona. Yeah. Ugh, and yeah. Um, because it's just, like, so old timey it's boring it's boring it's and if boring you want to represent to that i think luann does uh even though luann's a monster uh luann <laughs> does a nice job kind of like going back and forth because she can bring her up uptightedness or be uptight in her upper what east side west side palace and then kind of come down we don't mm-hmm. need such like a weight heavy like uptown you know, epicenter. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I wonder if there's, um, I wonder what the reason is for, for not just casting. I mean, if they had, if they threw a couple of women in from like super downtown yeah. or like, you know, it would really mix things up and especially make Ramona's head explode, which is always really fun. I, to watch. I want them to get I, rid of her. It's like not cute anymore. With oh, everything I agree with we you. Know. This I, last not, season. Yep. Yeah. What do you think about the women on that show? Oh man. What do you I think, think of Leah? Let's start with Leah. I I love her. I think she was really necessary. I think she's, um, you know, I would be terrified to be around her when she drinks, of course. Right. Uh, But that Tiki Torch thing was so good. I mean, it was like. (laughs) Especially with Ramona's. Right. And and if you remember, like when that show started airing, we were all like crawling through our lives and there was like nothing else on. And when that first episode aired, I was like, oh, my God, it's here. And it was just like. And she was so exciting and it was she was so refreshing at that time for us to watch. So um, I really love her. You know, what's something I've learned this past year is you sort of assume that okay, this is a, go for it. If just... someone is if someone is white and liberal, you assume that, you know, automatically all's good. They're all on the right side of everything. And this last year you know, I'm sort of like, oh, I don't know if that's true. Mm -hmm. And like yesterday, for example, I know Carol's not on the show anymore, but she posted something about, um, did you read the thing she posted (gasps) about about Colton? Colton? And she was like, why would you go on that show if you're gay? seems easier to just not. And I was like, Oh, so you, oh, I get it. Because you think because you have gay friends and you voted for Hillary, <laughs> you are you can speak on anybody who is marginalized or whatever. And I think you know New York always felt like a safe space because it's New York City and like some of them, you know, however they vote, whatever, it's fine. But like for the most part, you feel like you're in safe, you're in a safe space, unlike Orange County, for example. No, you're not. And in then a safe you start space. to realize that you're not in a safe space. So that was kind of my realization this last season. And then you have to sit with like, well, do I just? Um, stop enjoying if you stop enjoying every show that has problematic people i mean you know yeah what are we left with well, the, i stopped the watch, problematic sorry. stuff yeah. though i live for it i feel like it just it sparks really important conversations mm-hmm. actually well, that's what Andy... and like and people are engaging with that now and bravo you know slowly but surely is like you know in every trailer we've seen for new york for beverly hills there are discussions of race that come up at least mm-hmm. once in each of those trailers which like before last year i'm you know, I don't know for sure, but I would be surprised if any of that was ever mentioned in a trailer. Did you all read the Vulture article about Atlanta? That was I started it. It was yeah. very long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess the summary is <laughs> what was it's it about? Just about I didn't how see it. You know, they talked a lot about how they incorporated Black Lives Matter into the Atlanta season. And, you know, Candy has a lot, a ton of sound bites in it, just like a lot of quotes, and was making deals um, with 
with producers to do um, another show that just focused on race and Black Lives Matter. She was saying that like the rest of the women were really upset because they weren't involved in the business deal. And it turns out that there's like a little bit of tension behind the scenes. Um, and Portia like refused to comment like with Candy and Portia and the other woman that um, that there's deals on the side and especially when it comes to like social justice kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would actually like to get you both of your opinions because Andy also went on the record and said she said this a couple times. He said that the reason why he keeps Kelly Dodd is because she rep like the housewives are supposed to represent America. And Kelly Dodd Hmm. is that sliver of Fox News, you know, anti-COVID, anti-mask. And what do you all think of that? I'll tell you this. They're represented perfectly fine other places, you know? Mm. I just think that it's, yes, fine, I get it. There's a voice on the show. That's great. But with that comes a platform and money and opportunities Mm. for her. So now she gets to benefit. Mm -hmm. Now she has a platform to, to spew all this stuff. And it's just so weird to me that Bravo is like, so, you know like super liberal and pro like you know like lgbtq all that stuff but also like we're gonna give these people space yeah to make money and have business opportunities and all this stuff so it's like we've heard from those people a lot like it's not like oh finally they have a place to right you know so i think president right exactly yeah so you know i think there's a line where i'm certainly not saying like liberals only on bravo like that's ridiculous but I think the the amount of garbage she was spewing during the like throughout last year in regards to COVID is dangerous. It's and, dangerous. And people, a lot of people think that if you know she's someone with a following and she's on like a really big show, therefore it legitimizes what she says. Some people do think that way. Hundred percent. And so I think it's a little dangerous. I think you have to really, and it's hard. It's kind of an arbitrary line, but there has to be like a place where you kind of like okay enough is enough Mm -hmm. let's get someone else who shares the same political beliefs but who isn't as irresponsible right because we've had so many conservative housewives that have not gone you know all those oc girls are conservative republican and they're not which is fine yeah i really the 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 phrase we want it to represent america really rubs Mm. me the wrong way because i'm just like well what are we representing with the housewives these women are all like astronomically wealthy so true so true like that's not representing america why are we only talking about racial diversity on all casts in the past like year and a half you know like why is this happening like this is not representing all of America. So like That's get that true. shit out of That's the conversation. So like, you know, all of these reality shows, like I'm a huge Bachelor fan mm-hmm. and um like I'm definitely like a hate watcher, yeah. you know, because Do you feel like getting into what's the going show on? Is coded. Well, this is the thing. It's all of these reality shows are coded. Like there are messages that the producers want to send. And Bachelor Nation is so interesting because there's a huge liberal contingent and there's a huge conservative Mm -hmm. contingent. And they're trying to like satisfy both sides. And we've seen in the past couple seasons that they can't do Mm -hmm. that, that they have to take sides at a certain point and take a stand on social justice Mm -hmm. issues it's up to them to decide which way they're going to go. Like, because on social media, which is a whole machine in and of itself, like that's going to take care of like all the people who want to talk about that. Like the podcast, the social media, that's all out there. Like Fox news, MSNBC, like they're going to tell the story. So then 
what you put on the screen is like, I think there's absolutely an uh, responsibility of all of these networks and producers to put content that they truly can get behind and believe Do you in, know what I, I, whatever I they believe in. Of intro, didn't Monica from Family Karma Cast tell us that she had a whole discussion about colorism with one of the other cast members and they deleted it? Oh, yes, she did say that. Can you believe that, Rit? Oh, I don't understand. So she. So Monica, Monica on the Swanee. show, there Swanee. was a okay. whole mm-hmm. footage part where she had a discussion oh, with while they were about filming. colorism. Yeah. Oh, and wow. and uh-huh. it's like, who's sitting? And they cut it out. Who's sitting in that editing room? Like, so the thing that is baffling to there me. There are which South you, Asians, I which think. Which you see, Rit, from behind the scenes, is there's so many checks and balances. And we all have mm-hmm. jobs where we realize there's so many checks and balances. And mm-hmm. it's like, how many people, like, we're like, get rid of the colorism talk, you know? I Yeah, I believe that they really had a vested interest in making the show light and right. fun yes. and positive. And at that time, when they, especially when they were editing the show, colorism COVID. still wasn't, yeah, <laughs> right. we were still, everyone was still singularly focused on COVID. Like no one, now it's, it, now it's easier to, to bring up colorism, you know, it's mm-hmm. it, uh, because of the past year, uh, frankly, because black people have been for, you know, like they've been doing all the work to get us to all talk about it, of course. So um, I just feel like at the time they were probably like, this is too dark. No one, no one wants to, um, no one wants to hear about this. It's it's too depressing. And I think, I wonder now if they would make the same decision Mm. given the, um, given the context, it's, it's a bummer that they didn't want to be trailblazers in that aspect and they wanted to keep it safe. But you know, these networks, like they want to stick with what works and they just want to keep doing that over and over and over again. And so they don't want to yeah. like upset anyone. Right. So but now so I think they would probably include it. Yeah. Because like the Shaw's is messy as fuck, mm-hmm. you know, and the mm-hmm. Shaw's is but not. It's also, but it's also, was began, it always like that? Shaw's began, what I remember when I first moved out here in 2008, yeah. reality TV was a very, I mean, Bad Girls, hello, that's when I started Bad Girls yeah. Club. Like that kind of like toxicity was like the yeah. thing. That's what people watched, right? So God, Shaz is so. It's so messy. It's so, it's like, and you know what? I don't even. It's so dark. I don't even watch <laughs> it, but I always follow the storyline, mm-hmm. like through podcasts, you know, and and reading articles, and it's so fucking messy. Adam from Reza's husband, Adam. Yeah, I had posted something. So I I tweeted something about when the season was airing, and who's that? Who's the guy that that Reza and Adam hate? Who caused the problems? He's sort of like not really on the cast. What's I his forget name again? his name. I forget his name. You know who I'm talking about, though? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've read about so, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, like, got into a weird argument with me. And I believe that he is. Oh. Now, listen, I do believe it's possible that people <laughs> could hate my podcast. But after that argument, I got a one. I got a one star yes, review yes. without anything written. It was oh just the God. one star. And to me, that's somebody who's just like, this guy. <laughs> just like, you know. <laughs> so um, so I, I still blame him for that. But then Adam saw that I posted it, Reza's husband, yeah. and he was like, I have receipts about blah, 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 if you want it. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't, please don't talk to me. Like, I don't want anything to do with this. It's too, <laughs> it's too dark. And then I had a weird DM session with Mercedes and- Mercedes like, is gorgeous. Yeah, no, she is. But she like really got personal so quickly about like stuff that she was going through. And I was like, I don't, like, we don't, I, I appreciate that you feel yeah. comfortable, but like, I don't know you. Yeah. Like, yeah. so yeah, that wow. cast is very, interesting. very interesting. Um, I, I do sometimes. They like put it out there. 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 They like put
responsibility and that they're oh, absolutely. I know I love all their it. If that had up. been me, I would have been like, tell me I everything. Know. <laughs> I know. I don't want them coming after me. They're I know. Like, That's they're the so thing. intense. Yeah. Well, and especially so you get smart. like, the thing is, is, you know, for listeners, when you're in the Bravo universe podcast or Twitter wise, the Stan like people are so intense like say like mm. if there's a ramona stan there's not a lot out there i'm just using that as an example uh, people i don't put put anti stuff anymore unless there's like racist comments involved you know but like if you're like i'm anti ramona she needs to be removed from the show like 10 like if not even 10 20 people will just jump on you do you find that? Yeah, and just- I do. I, I okay. So I I'm not a stanner. Like I don't stan because yeah. I just to me it's not fun. Like it's no. more interesting to have like yeah. complicated feelings about them. The way people stand Sutton is very strange. What is that? <gasps> yeah, oh, on Twitter. I'm so Indra. glad you brought her. Are they up. doing that on Instagram too? Like oh, on Twitter, yeah. people are like, yes, "We stand a queen." Everywhere. I'm like, she hasn't done anything. anything. And by the way, the moment that they keep posting is from the trailer. When she gets called out by Crystal, what did you call her in the last episode? You called her. You had. Oh, oh my god! Oh, I called her Winnie. Like, <laughs> Winnie. I don't know why. <laughs> no, that's a huge that made me fail. Laugh. Okay, yeah. no, I know huge Winnie. fail. Um, Crystal, Crystal, but, Who's Crystal, but Crystal, so Crystal called her out on something about. You're it jealous something or that, something? No, Crystal said something. No, no, no. It was, she said, because you don't see you color. Don't see she color. Said, you say and you oh. don't see color. And she was like, And people are using what? that clip to be like, we stand a queen. And I'm like, hold on a second. Oh, it's so Did you not up. hear what? And also like Sutton, are you an uppity socialite or are you like a total, um, like, or are you just like a total emotional? Like we got so many facets of her i was like i can't put my finger on i see the cracks in that porcelain i see the cracks all up and down her porcelain but deanna have i been saying from the moment she came on our screens that i hate her (laughs) (laughs) because i do i really do right like she just she came she was okay listen though the one thing i will give her credit for is when she told teddy that she was boring and teddy (laughs) and then teddy goes like (laughs) and teddy looks around the table and everyone's like yeah well it's funny because you can see uh, she used that as ammo she got a little bit too big for her britches because she used the same tactic with erica in the sense, I well, don't know what she said and to Erica, everyone but... was like, so the let the mouse go yeah. dinner was like also a Stan moment, I guess. And I, when I watched that, I was like, this is a fucking spoiled brat mm-hmm. who has had everything mm-hmm. handed to her in life. She is like white privilege mm-hmm. personified. She's from the South, which makes it even worse. Well, there's right. nothing humbling. You can be all those not maybe yes. like white supremacy but embodied, but like, but you can be very humble and gracious and move through the yeah. world like that. Yeah, yeah, correct. And, and she's, she's not. not. No, no, and, no, no, no. Like, and the part where Garcelle asked her, I think I brought this up on another episode, but that asked her about her money. She's like, where'd you get yeah. your money from? Right. And Sutton's like, we don't oh, talk yeah. about that. Oh, and I'm please. like, get out of your, I know. T- like, get out of your own ass. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think we're going to see a ton of Can that. Can we talk on about Rit? I need your. What do you think's going on with Erica? Do you think she <laughs> knew? Do you think she knew about the orphans and the widows? As someone right, said? like, do I think she's a Teresa? Where she, I truly believe Teresa just like signed all her shit. I and think really Teresa's had no idea. Dumb. Like that's that's plausible. Right. <laughs> do you think Teresa's um, dumb? That's so mean. That's really mean. I think <laughs> Teresa 
I have to tell you, she is having so much fun this season. Like she she's is. having she the is. time Actually, of her life. That's... She is. And Jersey she's... is. I'm all about Jersey. I don't know if it's COVID being inside yeah. for like a year, but yeah. I I love going to the lake with them to the shore. Yeah, I know. Um. Erica okay, Jane. Erica Jane. This is tough. This is really tough. I'm I'm very naive, and I'm going to go ahead and say that she didn't that she didn't know because I just don't think she's based on what we've seen of her. I don't think she's like a Jen Shaw where the the narcissism and the ego is... is so great that you don't even think you're doing anything wrong. Yeah. I think yes. Erica has a conscience. That's a really um, good even point. though she did come after. I don't know if you saw on social media, but she came after. Some she took someone's meme and she posted it and they and she didn't credit them. And so they were like, Hey, it'd be really nice if you could credit. And she was like, so nasty to this person. And she's like, actually, Bravo not owns surprised. it. I'm not gonna and I was like, Oh, that's gross. <laughs> uh... But having said that, I'm I don't know that she would fuel her career. I don't know. That whole thing is so weird with Mikey and like, yeah, like all that stuff. I know <laughs> yeah. that Mikey's tough to digest. <laughs> He's he's tough, but he's talented. I mean, listen, she has an aesthetic, and he really like yeah. has built something for her. But anyway, do you think Mikey's on I'm, the payroll right now? Somebody, oh my god, there was this really horrible thing where the the snippet from the trailer where she's like telling Sutton to shut up or whatever. Someone mm-hmm. like zoomed in, and there was like a line where her makeup ended, oh, and they were yes! like, "This is what happens when you don't have your makeup on payroll." Oh, like, we oh all god. noticed yeah. it, didn't we? I mean, it was so obvious, yeah. and it's like, oh, I just imagine her like without her makeup team, like sitting with a makeup brush, and like, what do I do with this? I know, and just, like, I know. <laughs> like trying to put on makeup. <laughs> so forty thousand dollars, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. What about Jen? What do you think of Jen Shaw? You think she? Is guilty or so she uh, DM'd yeah. me after I put up a meme saying like you frauded us all, and she was like, "The allegations are not true." Wow. Je- so that's her. That's she her story. You, that's what she's getting. Like media. excited or terrified? Get off social media. She, <laughs> get off social media. I'm like terrified being I one was, degree away I know, from that but message. it's like <laughs> I was a little terrified, and I wrote back. I said, "I was like Jen, how are you doing? And what she say? I'm worried about you." Nothing. Nothing. Well, Indra, I think no I think way. now you're an accomplice. Like you totally yeah. like you have to be careful. What if they call <laughs> you as a witness? <laughs> I swear I don't know, I don't know anything. anything. I swear. It says here that I you mean... were worried for her and yeah. wanted to know if she was okay. <laughs> yeah. I listen, she exhibited nothing but monstrous yes. like monstrous yes, behavior that whole season. And so it's really hard to be like, well, let's see. By the way, also, um federal they don't just like guess and go after someone like they build a case like when it's the united states versus really Jen Shaw, like point. i think they put the effort in to make sure yeah they they have the receipts yeah right exactly that's that's so funny that we're reducing their all their like investigative work to, like they have receipts yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. well that's what they that's, are right i mean totally true yeah. it's the, like, that's the best I, way to put I think it i'm gonna believe jen i don't i really don't think she you know what i mean no no i'm oh, saying oh, you're like saying, oh, oh i thought, like, I thought you're saying, saying like okay. the united Diana, states what? like the Diana, you Correct. just implicated yourself. Right. no so I now think both she's of you are guilty. going to court i'm gonna go before <laughs> i get the looped most into this shocking yeah. thing to me is is that Stuart is her business partner not her assistant right well he too i'm not that shocked by it though yeah like 
No. Uh, like, it's, it's it's obvious, right? But maybe only after the fact, knowing what's going on. There's just something about these assistants. Who's the one, Karen? Who's that guy Karen drags around everywhere? Oh, Matt. gosh. Well, it's like it's like Matt, assistant right? slash friend, right? Is that the one? Slash confidant. Well, yeah. all of them have, like, Everything. and it's so sad because if we think back to Bethany, like, Bethany didn't have a friend in the world, but she had like eight assistants, you know, like she would walk into this mm-hmm. uh, skinny girl, like her Soho like office and she'd be like, let's talk about my life or she'd be packing and it'd be an assistant. She's like, I need to tell you about my problems. Like Indra, she never had like a friend to sit. It was like sad. Yeah. It was sad. Because right. yeah. Bethany can't yeah. really play nice with others. No, mm-hmm. and, and no one has been through more than her if you ask her, right? So no one <laughs> understands because she has suffered <laughs> oh the most God. and therefore yeah. you don't know. Like she's one of those people who is like, who I don't know if she's actually said this, but I can almost, to me, she seems like the type of person who'd be like, well, I don't know why people complain that there's like, inequ- like I pulled myself up by the bootstraps and I made something yes, of myself. That- why can't other people, you know? She, I think she's one of those people who believes that everyone has a fair shot, mm-hmm. you yes. know, which is yeah. not true. She doesn't see but color. But she's very <laughs> complex because in the same breath, she'll book private planes to do X, Y, Z for nonprofits and for charities. But which is different causes. from understanding race relations though, that's right? That's really like there's, true. Yeah, that, that's a whole other thing. And I think, I think sometimes, and I felt that way too. And I was like, well, but- no one's discounting all of that work and how right. helpful that was. But that doesn't exonerate her from having to do the work to like understand that stuff. And she and I've listened to her podcast. It's very strange. She it's has literally a like Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know it's, that. It's yeah, it's Who, very weird. It's very is it like strange. just she talking or is it like guests? <laughs> okay. So I'll give you an example. So she so she had Andy Cohen on, right? Oh god. And so Ooh, and so okay. the podcast starts and it's like horrible quality and she's like so I'm reading in the magazine about Gwyneth Paltrow and she has this candle it's a vagina candle and it burned an apartment down what is it what is it like made of and she literally did a stand up comedy bit about this candle and it was not funny it was super fast and like intense and then she's like okay my guest today is Andy Cohen so she asked Andy the first question and the question is like 45 minutes long he barely gives an answer. She's like, okay, we'll be back right after this break. And then it was a commercial. Like, she's like trying to monetize. It's like within the first five minutes, it's like, well, well, well. it's like he didn't even say anything. It was wow. all her talking Ooh, at him. That's a bad look. Yeah. And that's what podcasts are good for, though. They really show that's people. That's actually a really, really, really good point. Like, but she also. Have you listened to LVPs? I haven't listened to her. Um, I think I did. I think I did a little bit, yeah. Did she come off like? I can't really say anything about Lisa. I'm I okay. I'll say <gasps> something. Oh wait a minute! Oh, are you, you are you on <laughs> booked on her overser or whatever? Okay, I'm not that, say is that what it's about called? LVP. Okay, That's, we're not gonna. Okay. Not gonna no, no, no. Okay, you can say okay. no, you can say no, whatever no. you want. Uh, LVP's. LVP is another one. We'll just say sure. Her, her love of is, animals ooh. is <laughs> say something nice and then co- a little criticism. What is that? Uh, her love of animals is rose and thorn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The rose is um, like it's incredible Animal how love. much she loves animals. Like I do believe that yes. she's doing a lot of good. Yes. Okay, I wrote something down before that I I'm dying to talk to someone about this. And okay, this okay, is like okay, okay. The okay. place to do it. Um, did you watch Dallas this week? Uh, no, but no, keep going. I didn't no, 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 watch no. Okay. no. I heard. Can I just bring something up? Yes, yeah. yes. Because we have a lot so of Tiffany, opinions. Tiffany, Tiffany Moon. Tiffany. 
Love Tiffany, right? Love Tiffany. Love Tiffany. All season, though, all season, I do feel like she's been like baiting her mom into right. acting like an asshole. I saw this, and on her yes! mom won't take yeah. the bait. Now, this episode, then you, if you feel strongly about this, you obviously you will watch this episode. But yeah, so she has her mom over mm. for her mom's birthday, and she's like, "Let's make dumplings and have them like as a family." Yeah. And the mom like finishes making dumplings, and she's like, "I have to go home. Your father's working. I have to feed him." And in the interview, she's crying and she's like, she said she was going to sit with us and have dinner. And I, at this point, I was like, OK, I'm kind of now with Tiffany. I'm like, I'm not getting it. Like, it sounds like you're just complaining and like you sound a little spoiled, to be honest. So then yeah. her mom. So then she's like, Mom, when you look at the girls, does it remind you of me when we moved oh, to this God. country? Oh, and so she God. so she starts baiting her. And then her daughters are like, Mom, where do babies come from? And she's literally <laughs> Tiffany's thing is like i'm trying to start i'm trying to bait your grandmother right now like we can't talk yeah. about it <laughs> yeah, so, like, please so then her mom is like yeah i remember i was studying for my master's and i would bring you to the library with me every day and i had a comforter for you so you could rest and she's like yeah wow. every day like we spent no time together and she's like well i would take you for walks and she's oh. like i just wish and she starts sobbing and it's like hold on your mom was trying to get her master's. Right. She's I didn't raising even know you because the dad's not helping. She's an immigrant yes. mother. An immigrant like... mother trying to get her master's. So she took you to the library with a comforter to keep you comfortable. And you read all the books in the kids' right. section. Like, I get it. It's not an idyllic childhood. I'm so glad you brought However, this up. However, like, yes. what, it's not like your mom was like, I'm going out. She's not like Luann. It was like, remember those scenes where Luann was like, going out with my friends. See you later. And the kids were like, I know. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's literally trying to like. And Better. so I still listen. I still yeah. love her, but I was like, yes. "Am I missing something in this picture?" So I do okay, want to say so something. Can I just say, say something? Go ahead, Andrew, oh I need you to yeah. comment on this. So you know, I fought. We're all on Twitter, Rit and I. And on Twitter, after that episode aired, everyone's like, "Fuck Tiffany Moon's mom!" Like what? And I, I, oh yeah, shit. but we don't. It was white people who don't understand yeah, like okay. an immigrant okay, okay. Uh, uh, th that don't have experience of a parent, you know, coming to America. And there are all these there are all these like Chet Hanks, you know, but Deanna, this is why I can't do Twitter anymore. I don't really oh, yeah, go on. Anymore. I don't blame people you. are so yeah. nasty on Twitter. Mean, Instagram's no like yeah. no dream either. Right, but right, right. Twitter <laughs> gets really. Yeah. Anyway. OK, so I have to. This circles back yes. to the making family karma light thing mm. and the representation of all Asian mothers on Bravo. Mm. Great. And I have been saying this all season with the Tiffany Moon thing. I stand Tiffany. I really like her. And I am so like, I think she's carrying the entire season, she's honestly. She's carrying the entire season. But like, the representation of her mother has made me so uncomfortable the entire time. And it's I'm like this episode seems like it changes everything. But I'm like, OK, so she really did feel these things, obviously. And, you know, like whatever. But I'm like, do we have to demonize the immigrant mother? Like make her into the stereotypical mm -hmm. vision of what we all think, you know, Asian mothers are too hard on their children. They don't love them. They don't give them birthday presents like this. That It's all this like hate. Oh, by like, the way, the mom I grew up in a loveless household, mm. which is not true. Not, not to interrupt you, but she's like, we didn't get gifts. We got <clears throat> envelopes of money. And I'm like, and? Yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, yeah. well, like I didn't get envelopes yeah. of money right. or no. gifts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, please. Sorry. I didn't mean so, yeah. so, I mean, I just feel like, you know, I see a lot of the traits, even though she's East Asian and I'm South Asian, like I see a lot of the 
things that she is complaining about happening in my mm-hmm. own household, which were hard for me in some ways, but also like specifically the birthday thing. Mm-hmm. Like my parents to this day, actually now they probably make more of a mm-hmm. big deal out of my birthdays than they did when I was a kid. It was always like, oh, we have to throw you a party mm-hmm. for your friends. <laughs> like how annoying. Yeah. And which like, as a parent, you I know, get. that was... Yeah, and I never yeah. got presents, and it was just how it was, you know? And I, d- I never felt unloved, right. you know? Okay, so just to branch off of that, isn't it interesting, and this would this doesn't happen in India, but out here, graduation parties, I always found so yeah. fascinating, because it's like, mm-hmm. well, of course we graduated high school. Like, you yeah. have to really... <laughs> yeah. And the car, yeah. Yeah. the gift. Like, when like, Dr. Simone, and- when, uh, again, it's a big deal when her son graduated, everyone's like, graduating course, yeah. or high school yeah but yeah. My, my parents like they didn't throw me a graduation party nor did I really I mean I didn't really want it because you go to these graduation yeah. parties and you're like well I also graduated it's so weird yeah. it's like you're going to your yeah. peers graduation party to celebrate yeah. them graduating even though you all just did it I feel it's like in my odd. high school yeah. it was just like a excuse to get drunk uh, but okay so back to family karma mm-hmm. though I do appreciate that in season one, they kept things light with the mothers on the show for the most part. I mean, Lopa is a force is controversial in some ways and whatever, but it is very helpful. I think to see a South Asian mother like Lavina Amrit's mom, correct, truly accepting and and his dad like accepting his um the fact that he's gay mm-hmm. this this is a huge thing for the south asian community and it's like goes against the stereotype and they showed that i thought in a really kind of like loving heartfelt way mm-hmm. and i really appreciated that like i think the other like chitra auntie and dharma auntie brian and anisha's moms like they're kind of shown as like these strong women who, you know, they don't take shit, but they also really love their kids. Like it's sort of like showed the Asian mom in a non-stereotypical mm-hmm. sense, actually, I thought in some ways, which I really appreciated. And I'm just every time I see the scenes with Tiffany and her mom in Dallas, like I cr- I'm literally cringing. I'm like, when is this going to be well, over? She, I can't watch this anymore. And she also throws her under the bus in those interview right. bites in such a harsh way. <laughs> yeah. And Andy asked her about it. Watch what happens. Live. She's like, my mom doesn't watch the show. And it's like, OK, but there are other it could easily get back to her. Like I would never, no matter what issues, and this is the thing about Indian culture that I think kind of makes family karma a little tough. It's like, we we don't share, at least, I mean, in my family, like, we don't share a lot of stuff externally, mm-hmm. right? Like you keep- We've yes, had those like, conversations no, on close the, to the podcast. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So so I guess maybe that, but I, I do believe that that's a thing for, I don't want to speak for East Asian cultures, but I think it's kind of the same thing where you respect your elders and you mm-hmm. wouldn't, like on this like- format just to talk shit about your mom that way and like i'm well i'm wondering is production like telling right. well, her no, i think a, I a have little a theory, bit okay to do it i wonder a yeah. she's been to therapy just as someone who's studying to be a therapist and b this mm-hmm. is might be the first forum open forum that she's had to talk about all of her grievances growing up and so she's yeah. just like kind of 
for lack of a better term, and like then throwing D, it up. Mm-hmm. You know, Mama D. That conversation with Mama D, you need to do this, that, and the other. A I'm white like, rich woman. You do not understand about, yeah. what Tiffany has gone through at all. Yeah. And you're like, it's so easy. You need to I talk know. to your mom and just patch things up, and you'll feel so much better. And it's like, it's not that simple. Right. right. This is a lifetime of something she's feeling. I have no doubt that she has had. Things in her childhood that she wished right. were different or whatever. But the scale of that storyline in the season is too much. It's just like, well, it's I think too it's much. that combined with uh, kind of like the the Cameron who comes off as racist. Carrie comes off as yes. <laughs> all of them are coming off a little bit offensive Offensive. especially brandy (laughs) and it's like all like i don't know it doesn't help the situation oh he's writing something down something down oh i'm writing something down okay say it out loud tell us stephanie stephanie she is a wolf in sheep's clothing (gasps) here's the the thing about love this being nice and talking softly and just wanting everyone to get along is dangerous and you'll see in this episode from last night or i watched it last night it was actually tuesday she brings the bigfoot guy back to force (gasps) carrie to apologize to which i say did you make this effort to get brandy to apologize to tiffany for accusing her of like you're implying that i'm a pill drug dealer it's like stephanie talks a big game in interview where she's like i think brandy's blah 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 and it's like tell her yeah tell her get in there and make her patch things up with carrie it's like she makes more effort not Carrie, sorry, Brandy. Yeah. She makes more effort to get this Bigfoot guy to get Carrie to apologize <laughs> to him than she does to get Brandy to apologize to Tiffany. And that's what bothers me about her. And she's like, Tiffany's bragging about her closets. And it's just like, it's like, get off the show then, man. Like, the, literally, the show is like, yeah. like, that's why we're watching. So I just, I don't buy that whole like soft demeanor. And when people are like, so and so can do no wrong. Yes. And I'm like, especially every, in these we're, shows. We're all flawed. Yeah. So, I don't really Ste- buy yeah. the whole like sweet, cute. I don't think she's a nasty, horrible no. person at all. I think it's but, like it's hard watching yeah. Stephanie she's- apologize to Carrie when Carrie is crying. Um, when Stephanie confront- apologize to Carrie. So okay, so Carrie's like I'm so- when Carrie's like I'm so and she's sorry. Like, it's okay, I'm sorry. And- oh, about like, the Bigfoot yeah. thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and when you say like that storyline out loud, it's very. But Carrie needs to get off that show. She needs. Well, wait till no, Carrie okay, apologizes, Stephanie... you guys. She's like, I was just upset that you didn't give me the sword, and he's like, it was a machete. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like such Being a weird. So it's such a weird apology. Yeah. Okay, so Stephanie, I think you brought up a really important point about her is that she's an example of like a white person who's grown up in white privilege who is doing more harm by staying ignorant than she knows. Like, she's she probably thinks, like, I'm doing no harm here. Like, I don't need to say anything. It's not, like, going to do whatever. But she, like, in her silence, there's harm happening. And, like, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that mm-hmm. when – because she's like she never takes a stand and then she's taking a stand about, about the this Bigfoot man it's like i <laughs> feel so strong that i'm going to have this guy come back to hang out with us but also <laughs> like it's just so weird and she also only takes a stand she's like one of those she only does it in interview when brandy's not around mm-hmm. yeah because she knows oh this is where they're gonna play like this is where i have to like show that i'm against how Brandy's acting, but it's like, yeah, that's talking about it is great, but get in there. And again, I'm like, mm-hmm. did I forget it? Maybe it happened, but I don't think she really did like try no. to bring Tiffany and um, Brandy together to 
like no. hash it out right. I don't know. Stephanie's been basically absent from the season. Except for her lockers. Until the lockers. Oh, and the, the way locker. her husband talks to her is hard to stomach. Yeah, for sure. I, and Cameron, I just, what do you think? Of, what's your read on Cameron? So um, I pretty much can't stand her, but sometimes she makes me laugh. <laughs> but this whole like, oh, I'm just a dumb blonde. Yeah. It's like, it's I'm, I'm really kind of like, okay, we get it. Yeah. There are some times where she's funny, but you'll see in this week's episode, like she literally three of her scenes are about her, do- her dead dog. And it's like, Louis. oh my God. You, about Louie. Yeah. It's just like, it's really wild to me that the like, fact that she needs to sell her house and move into another one because Louie's spirit is in the old house. Well, there's more about that. Like, this one. Yeah. Oh and she's like, gosh. is he coming with us? And there's like a pet medium. Oh what about God. her husband? Okay. I literally crying. am going to fast forward through what all about of her that because I give two shits. It's bought because it's ours, and it's like you rich fuck. Like you, all you had to do is ask your mom and dad for the money. This isn't like was a he big... joke crying or was he really crying? I, he... I couldn't. No, he was, he really was crying. crying. Oh, he's a weird he crier. Yeah, he's a weird crier. Because I was like, oh, this is such a weird prank to like pretend to It'd cry. Be one thing, if it's like you're you built a business and you're like, look at us, like we bought this house. You went from one seven million dollar house that your mom and dad bought you to another seven million dollar house that your parents spot you like it's just like white privilege at its worst well there's yeah. well there's a bite this episode where he and cameron are an interview and he's like i know you're quirky i know you're weird but this like world is such a scary place i'd rather live in a pink bubble <gasps> than in reality and yeah. i was like whoa let's pause there and open <laughs> oh, that God. shit up like diana you need to Why analyze are we not that seeing those sound bites on like i'm so sick of fucking twitter like Post that and let's like critique that because mm-hmm. um, instead of doing, we stand Cameron like, oh my God, she's so quirky, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no tolerance for Cameron. It's like, I don't think she, the things that she's doing is cute or funny. Mm-hmm. No. Or, and Andy loves her. Andy. And that's the thing about Andy's taste because it's like, I am so like loving Jennifer on New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer has gone to say like, you know, Andy has his favorites and I'm not him and it's like these mm-hmm. weird ones like he said on bitch sesh do you know bitch sesh rit yeah uh-huh. so he said on bitch sesh that cameron's like one of his but he like loves cameron and i'm like she's she comes across as really racist it seems mm-hmm. it seems like he really he likes the 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 broad strokes right so he loved dorinda because she was like oh my god she you could yeah. paint her with broad strokes she loves he loves cameron because she's just jennifer is a little tough because she's kind of a mess when she drinks. And I guess like it's Dorinda's sort of hard. Dorinda's a mess when she drinks. Dorinda's a mess when she drinks too, but because yeah. she because she gave him iconic ooh, ambulance, sorry. Um oh, no, it's because okay. she I hope everyone's okay. Yeah. I live on it's like it drives me nuts, but I feel bad because someone's probably needing an ambulance. Yeah. And I'm like, it's too loud. They're like on a ventilator, you're like, you yeah, quiet up. Could you keep it down? Yeah. I'm on yeah, I'm talking about Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So I don't even remember what I was rambling about. No, so are, Dorinda you, Brunch- are you watching Atlanta? Oh, yeah. yeah, I am. I am. Yes. Can we talk Toya? about Profit Lot? I have so a lot my, of. <laughs> you go. My favorite is literally even <laughs> Cynthia. Like, I love that all the OGs are just watching this argument. Right. And, and Cynthia is like, 
get someone else to do your blessing. It's not a big deal. Like, it's <laughs> the so way funny to me. Drew is so protective of this person that God supposedly talks to one on one. Oh, I know. Is well, this nonsense of how it's the woman's fault? Like I know. I know. I know. And Candy, Candy is Candy is my queen. Mm-hmm. She's, the sage. I do love candy. she's the sage. She she's like so diplomatic. She's like Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because she's seeing like Toya being thrown under the bus. But it's like if she had an affair with Prophet Lot, like that's his fucking problem, you know? Like and all these this prophets. Is, it's true. It has nothing pastors, to do with. Yeah. Well, Prophet is a strange. That's an interesting. And like her, to... ex- her sincere explanation of a prophet as someone who grew up really religious and is not religious anymore. It's just like really hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the whole like let me get him on the phone and like, let's talk it through. I'm like, this is such a PR campaign mm-hmm. and no one is And to get it. a little bit like into more <laughs> pop culture, this is the week that the Justin Bieber <laughs> GQ interview was released about him talking about Hillsong and um, how... I don't even know. So yeah. What are you so talking Bieber, about? <laughs> so you guys know about the Hillsong pastor who was living in Brooklyn and he was Justin Bieber's pastor at Hillsong. The celebrity. Oh. And he was caught like having an affair basically, but preaching the word of God and like doing, like having, you know, partying with all these celebrities. And so this, you know, he got in trouble and he was kicked out of the church and now a lot of celebrities left Hillsong. And this week, including Bieber, including Bieber and Haley. Um, and this week, GQ released an interview with him where he kind of went into depth, where he said that what was going on with these Hillsong pastors is they were saying that these pastors were above everyone because they were closer to God and that they could listen you know, and be yeah. like that in between. This is the problem the with religion. Bieber, <laughs> which is cool with Bieber because he realized like, if we want to get close to God, there's no like hierarchy. And so in the same week, which is like, you know, for Justin Bieber is kind of like, you know, growth. And yeah, it is. It's growth. It is. It's growth. And, sure. um, you know, and then like the page six posted photos of like old photos in 2017 of like, is it, I forget, is his name Carl Lentz? I could be pulling that out of my butt, but like, I don't know. Him and the pastor taking shots, like going on his vacation. Name is Winnie. His, his name yeah, is Winnie. His name is Winnie. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. him and the pastor, like taking shots together. And it's what? like, why are we fucking like, and it makes me think of Giselle. You, what is mm. Jamal? Oh, Jamal. And like all these like oh. super wealthy pastors. And, and it's like, Mary Crosby. Oh, I mean, like that's, <laughs> I see your face. I, I, she, okay, Rit, tell okay, us what, what you we, think. Where do we go from, from here? Religion and the housewives? <laughs> I mean, like pastors? You know, she just, I, so she was tough for me the whole season. Yes. And then at the reunion, I was like, okay. What All right, it, I'm listening. Like, there's, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm still. Though? It was the fact that she was speaking clearly, honestly, and just making sense, which we didn't see all season. She was just like on some other planet and she wasn't like speaking, like literally just speaking clearly. Like, I wasn't able to really yeah. follow what she was saying. I found her to be very, like, she was making a lot of sense. Um, Such a sadness. And then though. Monique is reading Jamal's oh, phone I, I'm number. With that. The range. <laughs> 
the range on these women. When Monique Giselle's face, she just number. shuts down. Remember, she's like, I have the receipts that Jamal has a girlfriend and I can read and the Giselle's phone number so there. you can confirm that it's him. She, Do you remember that? No, I, this is at the reunion? Yes. Wow, I don't remember that. Monique um, was calling Jamal out at the reunion. She was, I mean, she went down swinging, Monique. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, she, she did. Really did. No apologies. And it's yeah. interesting because we had her going down swinging and then we had Dorinda going down swinging, which Dorinda's last season was, oh, it was, it was I, tough yeah. to watch because she was just swinging and missing with her obsession with Tinsley and stuff. Tinsley, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, but profit lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't really have any. I mean, I just think it's. I just think it's. Normally, I don't side with Toya because she's so destructive yes. and yes. Um, yes. nasty. But in this case, I was like, "All right, Drew. Drew is a little. There's something a little cheesy about her. Oh. You know, like mm, like a little. I, I like her, but she's a a little aware of like kind of the way Eva was. Mm. You know, where it's like I know I'm on a show and I'm going to stir things up and I'm going to just say what's on my mind. It doesn't feel truly authentic although the way she would fight with her husband in those early episodes that was some real shit i know what he's cured of being an asshole now everything's fine yeah now everything's fine sure you know they had a conversation and drew's like you can't she's like we have to stop we have to stop no but toya brought it up she's like so profit lot what do you know about ralph's trip to tampa and it's like a tampa (laughs) out of all places I'm like, yeah. you're going to try and patch this up and then throw even and more shade. And he's like, I'm not talking about it. I heard that Toya <laughs> wasn't asked back. Right. I think. Oh, really? Well, so um, who was the, what was her name? Um, Which one? The one that she fought with, um, the friend of. Oh, the with the husband, the older yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three kids. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Um, uh, Fallon. Fallon, 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 Fallon. Who's nowhere Fallon. to be yeah, yeah, yeah. seen right now. Well, so Fallon tweeted that the reason that they cut it out, but that. Toya made some reference to her being having like Asian, like she made, there was like a Asian slur that she threw yes. at her. Yes. Yeah. Um, because Fallon is half oh, Asian. She's really? half Asian. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think there was, to me, that's like when I heard that and, you know, obviously you're just, you're trusting the word of her, but I can't imagine that she would just invent that, you know? So if that's true, like that's where the fun ends for me with Toya being messy. Yeah. Cause it's like, if we're going there, like that's disgusting. Um, yeah. That Halloween party was my favorite. Oh my the, god! The drama, oh my god. the drama to just end up in that fluorescently <laughs> lit oh, kitchen, the just saddest, the table. silent. It was, it was silent, silent yeah. in there. So, and it was <laughs> the saddest Halloween party I've ever been to. It was, and that's it was sad, but it was so great. Like, because we've been to a lot of sad places on the housewives, mm-hmm. including like <laughs> old school Bethany, like skinny girl, like you know, at the supermarket. So in the supermarket, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Bethany used to go to these supermarkets in her set. Wait, how do you not know this? Did you not watch New York? Sorry, I don't. Okay, I, guys, I have so to go because I, I have to get my son tested for COVID. Because oh, he's okay. in quarantine. Well, Rit, we're I'll be gonna... back next week. It's fine. I know. Oh, you are such a... I <laughs> no, love well, you, Okay, Rit. wait, wait. We need to... Rit, please plug your podcast. We're going to have you back 100%. I would love to. Okay, so my podcast is called Reality Tonight. Uh, it used to be called Housewives Tonight. I recently switched it to Reality Tonight so I, was, so I could talk about... I could kind of broaden yeah. the stuff I could talk about. But so I'm on Instagram also at reality tonight. Um, and if you tune into, I mean, I guess I can plug it. I mean, if yeah. you in, uh, in June, if you want to tune into Vanderpump Dogs on Peacock, oh, that will be wait. there for you. Is yeah. James's girlfriend on that? 
Is whose girlfriend? Is James on it? No, no, it's not. It's just it's his uh, girlfriend. It's it's not like it's not really a Vanderpump okay. Rules thing. Yeah, it's more just. Uh, I don't. It's, it's about the dogs. It's about the dogs, man. Oh my. Okay, this is big news. This is big news. That I don't even know. I mean, it's already it's already on the internet, I guess. So I'm gonna watch it now because you're involved. <laughs> Are the dogs cute? This I would is love the to. most important. I I mean, they're just the dogs are just. I know. You'll. Rit, melt. I have already decided you're gonna be a regular guest on our <gasps> Wait, podcast. I would love so. that. <laughs> Apple, Apple, Juicy, Juicy. What is the dog's name? That was um... Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juice. <laughs> never, apple, never apple forget, juice. right? Yeah, yeah. It's so oh, funny because I can okay. remember more so like housewife dogs' names, like Louie, and then you're like, oh, when did the American Revolution begin? I'm like, uh... so that's not information we need to know. Please, it's not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. We will absolutely have you back. And it's just like awesome to have another South Asian talking about this stuff. Hi, thank you for having <laughs> me. This was fun. Do you have a personal Instagram? I do. Just writ 516. Yeah. Thank you. And and we want to come to LA. So you have to show us around. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. We'll, I would love to. We'll be like every other asshole getting drunk on wine and talking like about Bravo. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so much fun. And of course, been. I want you guys to come on my yeah. podcast as well. We'll we'll talk okay, offline. Anytime. We'll coordinate. Our, my people, your people. My people, we'll our people. We'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bye. All right. Thank you both. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. 